0: in our next series, and we are going to walk through the book of Ephesians. We don't always, like, walk through a whole book together, but I, I like when we do that. And this is a uh, a book that is a letter from Paul that he wrote while he was in prison. At the same time, he probably, around the same time, he probably wrote the letter to the Colossians. Um, but this letter serves a little bit of a different purpose, so we're going to explore that over the next several I wanted to say that the book of Ephesians, like pretty much all of Paul's other writings, um, may say some things that are hard for us to hear or read. We will encounter passages that maybe lead us to have some big questions. Maybe they will make us uncomfortable. Struggle to find our place in the text or wonder whether we belong in this text. The word invisible comes to mind sometimes when I read this book. But I hope that as we encounter those texts, we also. Oh. (laughs) I <laughs> that as we encounter those texts and in those moments, um, when we feel that way, we actually come back to this passage, today's uh, first chapter, because while I certainly have my own challenges with Paul that I've shared with most of you all <laughs> before, um, I really love the way he opens this letter, and I think there's something really beautiful to be um, heard so let's just go ahead and start by reading it. So, if you'd like to follow along, you can open your Bibles or your Bible apps to Ephesians 1. And we're going to read. We are going to read the whole first chapter. It's not. It's not very long. Who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ. According to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ. As a plan for the gather up all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people, to the praise of his glory. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, and for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation that, with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power to us who believe, according to the working of his great power. put all the things, all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body and the fullness of him who fills all in all. This is the word of the Lord. So this letter doesn't. the author is, um, and then who the letter is to. Something that I found interesting about this particular letter is that um, a lot of ancient texts, many of them, leave the spot where it says, in Ephesus, blank. And some scholars, most scholars, have little doubt that this letter is actually to Ephesus, or the people of the Ephesians. But there's an idea that it was left blank purposely that this letter could apply to a lot of other places and is meant to be circulated in a lot of other places. So we might think uh, leave out the in Ephesus part as we're reading it and consider other places that we're going to put in that place. So it could say to the saints who are in Indianapolis as faithful and are faithful in Christ Jesus. What Paul has to What he wants others in other communities to know too. And I think that's pretty cool. And that while Paul may have had the Ephesians in mind when he wrote this letter, he also knew that there were other places then and to come that. can look at it and think of, if we're thinking of ourselves in the place of the Ephesians, um, we should think of who the Ephesians were. Ephesus was an incredibly important place at the time, a location where trade routes met um, and lots of different um, cultures were present, though still technically under Roman rule. Indianapolis is probably actually less culturally important than Ephesus. similar things that Ephesus may have just been one of the first places to to embody. Things that are culturally rel- normal now, a variety of types of people from different backgrounds and belief systems. This is a place where it might be tempting to create some sort of melting pot. To be influenced by everyone around you to lose yourself or ourselves or hope that others lose themselves become are blended together. But Paul lifts up the Ephesians as examples of people that have been formed by Christ and lived out their faith in this very unique community and context. And when Paul calls the people of Ephesians, or the people of Ephesus, <laughs> saints, he's using this very specific Greek word, hagioi, maybe, which doesn't mean, I don't know. <laughs> someone of superior moral standing, it actually means someone that is in this like very particular place, someone that was placed there for the purposes and design of God. And so when we think of considering ourselves as the people of Ephesians, and we think of, we can use the word saints, not as like, oh, we are saints of where Indianapolis, but just that we've been placed in a specific context by God. Beyond the greeting, the rest of the chapter can really be broken into two parts. First comes what some call the divine purpose, and then the last last half is a prayer. In the first section, Paul speaks to who we are as God's chosen people. And when he says in verses three and four, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, just as he chose us He's not really using this like idea of being chosen as this like kind of ethereal like oh we are the chosen people. He's using the word very specifically. Destined for adoption is how he describes it in the next sentence. This is a well thought out and incredibly intentional act of God. We have been created and also chosen to be a part of a sacred family. A family with a divine And it seems from Paul's thoughts here that the divine purpose is to be grateful. To praise God for the grace bestowed on us in the beloved Christ. Something that may have been a challenge when living in this new atmosphere where so many other things can be done or seen and other ways to be are present. A place where one might have found themselves easily distracted, are overcome by political might and recognition. In a place where there is just so much going on, which I might find in Indianapolis that way, some people might disagree, the family of Christ is called to remember who they are. They are going to be so many times in this letter that we see instructions on what to do as the weeks move on. But this passage is setting a foundation for us to remember are beloved. We are wanted as members of this divine family. In the last half of this chapter, Paul tells the Ephesians that he is just so grateful for what he's heard about them and their faithfulness. And he shares his prayer for them. And what strikes me about the prayer that he says is the way he speaks about what is still to come. He prays that we will continue to have, that they their eyes opened to what god will do for them that as they continue to love god they will continue to learn and experience hope in their glorious inheritance and while paul and i may disagree on a number of things i really love this idea that no one even the chosen even these saints of ephesus placed in a particular location for some specific purpose and has reached some sort of ultimate divine existence. The more we worship and praise, the more we accept our place in the family of God, the more we will experience God's love for us. We will continue to be formed by God for the purposes of our own communities. And I think it's because of this that we may encounter difficulty <laughs> as we read this book together. Maybe Paul wasn't intending for that to be the case, probably not, but because his instructions here have been followed throughout history, it seems to me that we have, as time has progressed, learned more and more about the nature and love and image of God, and that the best way to continue to learn that is to act as the family we have been formed to be. So, I just think it's important for us to remember and be grounded in ourselves here in this introduction. In the knowledge that we are chosen. We belong to this family. And by knowing that, by accepting our place in this divine creation, we open ourselves up to knowing. this family outside So know that as we read those things, we still belong. And that might look different now than it did a long, long time ago. But that is good. Because when we know that, we know that we are able to see your image everywhere. And that our community, our specific context, is a place where we have the ability to image everywhere and let others know that it is everywhere i pray that you are with us as we go through our weeks Um, as the summer gets started and we um, are absent in some places and don't get to see each other remember help us to remember that we belong